You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share bad. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the Good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello, one and all, and welcome back to Phoenix, to Nerd to No Basis on Phoenix 92.5 FM. This is episode 153, and I am Kev. As always, we have Dara and Kean. How are we doing, boys? Ahoy. Keen is, is making tea, so he'll, he'll jump back in when he's not Keen there. Keen is making tea. There he is. This is, this is, we're, we're pivot, hard pivoting into an ASMR channel. Um, so you're going to want to turn your, your stereos up really loud. So I, I, I'm going to give an ahoy for Keen as well. Ahoy, ahoy. There you go. Ahoy, see? Ahoy. <laughs> um, but how are we doing today, this week, Dara? Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, it was really warm for most of it, and I don't really recall most of it because I just, you know, I didn't wear a shirt for like three days. And, and that that's was... different than normal. Huh? Because it wasn't by choice. It was, I, I, you know, so we, ha- we got a heat wave and it was, there's no air conditioning in Ireland for our, our listeners who aren't in Phoenix. Oh, actually, Phoenix and Arizona, yeah. Like, guys there, uh, yeah, you have air conditioning. We don't. Oh, yeah, we, we get big plays in Phoenix, Arizona. Love we, we don't know. We might. <laughs> but on Phoenix FM, everyone obviously knows that in Ireland, we don't have air conditioning. So we got a heat wave, and uh, it was so bad that I moved the rug and I had to lie down. Yeah, no, I, I, I actively wanted to spend more time in work because work is where the air conditioning is. And not lucky. where my super insulated apartment is. Oh no! Where it's, I mean, it's frankly too warm in winter. <laughs> I mean, I was uh, I I sat in my room with like the windows closed and everything like pulled, and mm. I was like grand, and I went outside. I'm like, oh my god, it, how is it warmer out here? Than oh, it's it's, it's it's like getting hit with a bowl of soup. It oh, just, it's just horrible. It's, it's such horrible. it's so thick. Uh, so in an effort to avoid the heat, I took a trip outside into the death, into the deathscape, and finally caught Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, which side note, completely unrelated, cinema I went to. You know, we got I went to the cinema hoping that there was air conditioning, praying, fingers crossed. There, there, there was, but as we went to the, we went to like one, it was one of the underground screens. Um, there was a door on the screen that said, we're sorry for the low temperatures. We're looking at getting that fixed. And both me and my partner looked at each other and were like, no, don't fix that. That's good. We can do that. 
Don't don't make it hotter. No. Uh, could no, have been, no, frankly, no. could have been lower. Oh, fair <laughs> temperature. Enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, like, well, I'm not going to belay the point too much because we spent quite a while last week talking about it, but thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's like particularly Natalie Portman and Christian Bale. Like they, like Gore may be one of the better villains the MCU canon. Mm. Because they spent the time with them, like that cold open of just him and his daughter set more groundwork than half of the bodies in this franchise have gotten. I actually saw it again today. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but even then, it like the two things was it was that cold open and the sequence of him talking to the kids because yeah, that one showed character, where yeah. you have this man laughing and just slowly unraveling, and it just it it's just that little that inch more depth that makes him far more interesting than let's uh let's pull a name out of the hat we have ronin oh god he was in two movies wait what he failed twice what was the second one so he was in captain marvel and guardians of the galaxy he was in captain marvel yeah he came back briefly i don't remember that Wait, no, wait, wait, sorry, he wasn't Guardians of the Galaxy. He was in... No, he was Guardians of the Galaxy. And he, was, and he was in Captain Marvel, yeah. Damn, I, that's... Hey, yeah, he was just showed up with the Armada to bomb the planet. Yeah. And, like, he said, I will return. And he never does. But and, he did... No, hold on. Technically, he did return. But, but not, not to Earth. No, well, not yet. He will, though. No, he's dead. He's busy. <laughs> busy <laughs> being dead. Uh, no, listen. Hold on. Hold on a second. That doesn't matter. Loki's died four times. Loki isn't Ronin. I don't know. I look. I don't. I don't put any stake in who dies. In. I got nothing against Ronin. I'd love to cosplay him someday. He's got an awesome costume. You just yeah, like... you know, just let's let's just all dress as Ronin. It's make a big blue man group out of this. Oh, lovely! All the percussion, those <laughs> hammers. But anyway, yes. I sorry. I was slightly earwigging uh, what you're saying, and I do get what you mean about the nature of the villain and kind of. I I really like the way they kind of meshed in his journey with like the theme of the film. Yeah. About God's not really being up to scratch and kind of contrasting that with the way children view fairy tales and all that kind of stuff. I feel like it'd be really rewarding to watch on a second viewing, you know? And like and even and you know what? Here's the that's, thing. Sorry, Dara. Because that's not like it's even like there's there's so many different parallels Gore kind of brings, which the one that the one that struck me and like in the movie outright says it is the parallel with him and Mighty Thor with 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 Jane, where both of them are actively wielding weapons that are just draining their life. Yeah. And just how the two sides of that are working. And and it was funny because um I was actually I went I went to go see it again because I I you know when you see the first you see a movie first time and there's things that you're not really looking out for. And specifically, I wanted to kind of catch one or two things. And from the, the I think that open, opening sequence really does so much more than any other opening sequence in the MCU. With the actually, probably with the exception of Iron Man, the, the opening to Iron Man that really just kind of sums up the yeah, character. But even so that well. opening wasn't a challenging opening. Like, this is a no, but, film. No, but which, I mean, you know, no, but, no, what I'm giving that is sums, oh, up, me, sums up a character. Right. Okay. Right. Mm. So succinctly. It's the first time they've really, well, the first time in a long time we've actually done that. But I was like, rewatching it, he actually gets a vision that actually sums out the entire movie. And on the first few, and I completely missed it. 
Okay. Is so it like a big spoiler thing for the audience? Or? No, no. I mean, like, I, I, like when I was watching the movie the first time, I'm like, geez, how do you know how to do all that? And then when you're watching again, the sword actually tells them everything he needs to do. Ah, I see. And it, it's, it's a very short sequence, but there's so much going on in that. It's stylistically awesome. Uh, Christian Bale's performance is fantastic. There's a, like, I mean, it's also, it's kind of like, um, there's a movie called, oh, what's it? Like, um, Joukowsky. Something Mountain. Crystal Mountain. I think it's called Crystal Mountain. And has loads of weird visuals. And there's a bit where they go, where he's in the oasis and he meets the god um, that eventually he would kill. Um, and it's kind of like, oh, wow. They really are pushing so. And I mean, it was just so refreshing to have a movie that's so succinct, but also people, are, you know, I don't, I don't really know what movie people are watching this and it's bad because right. it is a very, very tight movie. It's, it's a, all the jokes are set up. There's a lot now. To be fair, could it have, could one or two things have been a, a, a elaborated on? Absolutely, but there is so much there that when you rewatch it, you're like, well, they really did set up everything. And all the jokes, like all the jokes there, they're not just one or two lines. They're actually set up throughout the whole movie, which is different to Ragnarok. I mean, one of the reasons, that, well, there's many reasons I didn't like Ragnarok, but um, one of the biggest ones was that kind of <coughs> joke a minute thing, rather. Like, you guys probably saw it, you know, when uh, Natalie Portman is saying his name, catchphrases. Yeah, yeah. The joke isn't the catchphrases are lame. It's that she can't come up with a catchphrase. Yes, but like, and then at the end, it's the big sweet moment. I have to say, it has such a heart, uh, such a, such a heart, a beating heart that's there, and that's absent from ninety percent of the Marvel movies. That's just it, and even like, I feel like the jokes. There's less of the jokes in this one, but they feel more earned because they come from character. Yeah, like, yeah. like uh, you mentioned, like this whole catchphrase thing. The reason it doesn't work is because one. She is not a person, superhero or no, who does catchphrases. Two, uh, she thinks superheroes have catchphrases because she isn't one. And three, she's trying to have a laugh against the backdrop of all this pain. So there's like there's lots of layers to just someone saying it's Thorbin time or whatever it is. Like there's loads of levels. I wish she said know. that. I wish she said that. God damn oh. it. You- <laughs> I wish she said that. How- have we not purged Morbius from our cultural consciousness yet? So the best part of Morbius <laughs> when he turns back and looks to the camera and goes, it's Morbin time. No, no, yeah, like, hey, Sony, Sony, listen, I know we did it twice. Have we considered a third? <laughs> Is there something to be said for another mass? <laughs> Is there something to be the said? The last one went very well. Is there something to be said for more Morbin time? Uh, and to cut right through this, much like a mass, we here at Nerds No Media have missed public gatherings. And so just so we can get this out early, I think it is time that we announce that we will be appearing at Dublin City Comic Con, a mass of its own, frankly. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's so yes. cool. I mean, we're going to try get Olivia or someone mm. from uh, the con on, but we're making our, our triumphant return, Keen, mm. to the hallowed halls of the convention center. Yes, we were discussing this before you arrived, Dara. It's it's become a ritual thing with the Nerd to Know channel that we go to conventions and I dress up in a big elaborate costume and you and Bryn turn up in t-shirts. Okay, 
And the I reason, look like a right maddie. No, just... the reason that happens is because I usually write the panel an hour beforehand and have to get a taxi to the place. Have you considered not doing that? <laughs> yes, but I also know what happens. And I'm like, oh, no, I've just woken <laughs> up. It's 12 o'clock. I need to get there in an hour. <laughs> so, I mean, I know, but like, just for brain the has no excuse. You do not get the benefit of visuals. Brain it, has no I was excuse. To, I was saying to Kev before we started, a panel with us looks like that Elton John meme where it's two people in the car and one of them's covered in giant pink feathers and the other's just looking at him in a black jacket. That is like our cover picture on our Facebook page. I think that sums that. us up brilliantly. Though. Oh, I, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. Considering that picture existed before I joined the network, <laughs> that was like that picture of key interest is Jodie Whittaker with Bryn and Dara in t-shirts. Is like says everything it needs to about this podcast without words. <laughs> <laughs> it is wonderful. I mean, you know, I, I would say I'd like to make an effort and I would. But then again, I wake up too late. I stay up all night the night before and then I'm like, oh no. And then I have to run. And like, even at JCon, I would have loved to have done something for JCon, but I was in a Starbucks writing the <laughs> panel before we went on air. So, uh, yeah, no, I, my, my, I'm just exceptionally lazy. And I have a Vegeta costume sitting in the top floor on the top drawer of my wardrobe. And I have not tried that on in three years. And I am very, I am very aware that does not fit me anymore. I mean, hold on. Are we, what, Comic-Con is what, two weeks away? Yes. Three weeks away? Yeah. It'll, it'll be two weeks once this airs. All right. So get your tickets now, everybody. Come and see us. Um, yeah, I think like 80% of the tickets are gone. Or they something. are. So that's it, what I'm this saying. one's likely to sell out. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Our panel is very interactive. So, I mean, come and, and, and harass Bryn. Yeah, would you would you like to tell everyone at home what to expect from our panel? So we decided, would you like to tell me what to expect from our panel? So we decided to go with the old favorite because it's been a while since we've done one of these. So we dusted off the the critically acclaimed, literally everything is wrestling. By which you mean we revamped and reorganized and made it for the modern era. Exactly, it'd be totally exciting. And if you've seen it before, it'd be a brand new experience. Oh, sweet, a PS Five remaster. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, our, our plan is to, to start doing more panels and to do live shows and stuff like that. But but that's all in the pipeline. So just to kind of get us back in the groove of it, we're doing this one. So basically, you should, and I wouldn't mind, it's great this, this year because um, Over the Top Wrestling are actually going to be there. Exactly, yeah. Which I mean, it, it just fits, it just works. Just in case people at home think we got a script out of a drawer covered in dust. Now, we did pick this for a reason. Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> we, we could have done something else, but I was just like, ah, sure, look, the, the lads are going to be there. We might as well. You yeah, know, yeah, of course. Synergy, so, like. Exactly. Synergy and promotion and cross God help us if they and schedule us opposite them. SEO. Yeah. Cetera, and, if we, and if we could just get a bunch of Irish wrestlers to just start yelling at us in the convention center... Really, that just well, that's like our plan. Dream. We're gonna go first. They're gonna be on first. Hopefully, we'll heckle them. Hopefully, they will return in kind. And, <laughs> and then, and then put Dara through events. a chair. Put well, a wrestling universe through a table would be there. better. To be fair, <laughs> table. Yeah, that's yeah, that that wrestling, right? That's yeah, what that's, that's wrestling. Works. That's wrestling. Yeah, a, a table, please, not not a chair. I don't want to be crippled. <laughs> but uh. Man, no. you got to start writing these notes down for me. Huh? I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I could show you someone go through a chair. It's not fun. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, basically what you guys can expect is it's a live interactive panel. So we kind of give a bit of a rundown of like the history of professional wrestling and then what it is. And then we take 
the goal is to try and get everything back to wrestling and uh, explain it in such a way. Which you do succeed at. Well, that's because literally everything is wrestling. Yeah, that's the that's the plan. So I mean, we we you know it it's myself and and Bryn who mainly take the wrestling thing. So obviously we have that knowledge, and then you guys will be playing the straight man. Who? Uh, yeah, I sit there with my jaw hitting the uh, floor. Exactly. Which, like, I gotta say, it's a hard role for me to play. Um, <laughs> but it will it will be fun. It went down a treat. I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's on our YouTube channel, so you can see the yeah. one from three years ago now. Whoa. Three years ago, lockdown. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and I mean, then we'll we're we're looking to do more, but this is our first time kind of doing a panel since COVID. So mm. you know, do show up, have a good time, it'll be a good crack, and you know, we'll have like stuff to give away as well. So show up, yeah, and like it's worth <coughs> kind of pointing out, just it's not just shameless self promotion for us. It is we fun. are like myself, my wife to be are like big kind of comic-con goers we do love the con circuit yes talked about it on the show before we do uh i'll go to kev and then dara so kev what are you most excited about for the return of cons in general and for this convention in particular honestly kind of just going because i was never a big con head like i i've been to maybe three but in my life uh just never like well, actually, no. The real reason is that I spent the better part of about eight years straight working weekends. So oh, yeah. yeah. Never would, had would, a chance. That so, would do it. Yeah, yeah that would do it. Yeah. So got that, put that in the bin uh, over COVID. Mm. Uh, so I have weekends there. So this is the first time I actually, I have a weekend. And I'm like, oh, I can actually go do this cool thing. Yeah. I'm going to go do this cool thing. Mm. So kind of just going is probably... The, the most exciting part, honestly. Awesome. And same question for you, Dara. I mean, um, it's weird. It's funny you mentioned it, um, Kev. Like, it, it was, I did cons wrong for ages. <laughs> I didn't realize there were panels. I didn't realize there were guests. I just like to go and be around the whole thing. Kind of just explore the shops and stuff, which is a worthwhile experience in I mean, and of itself. But that's the said. thing. And I would say for anyone who has never been, that's a good kind of introduction to it. And then you can go up and do the other stuff. I think once you figure out, wait, there's panels and they're free. Mm. Wait, there's people there. Mm. I mean, it, it's kind of like an ongoing experience where you do it and then you become a come season to it. Look, look, I love conventions. I think they're great. Mm. I got COVID at a convention. So, I mean, that's how much I like them. Um, But I mean, the thing about it is you get to meet some very interesting people. You get to meet like-minded people, but you also get to... It's an experience like unlike anything else. It really if, is. If I, I suppose while, while we're kind of reminiscing, as I said, I haven't been to many, but my favorite, like my favorite con story I think I have was was J Con. Was I think it was that J Con is great. Yeah. 2018, 2019. Yeah. Um and it was that I went specifically, I managed to wrangle that day off because Super Eye Patch Wolf, I think it was one of his first panels. Uh, since, like, you know, he got big on YouTube. So, like, yeah, no, I'll go see that. That'd be awesome. And his mm. panel was great. You know, he, pre- he previewed a video, you know, did a Q&A. Really cool, really, like, really solid panel. Great. Mm. Awesome. Did that. For some reason, that was booked at, like, 10 in the morning. Yeah, that was weird. That was first thing on the bat. Uh, so, me and partner, we, like, you know, left that. Fine, grand. Get some lunch, go. But, you know, went around the artist alley. And, like, you know, kind of started mingling with that. And yeah. I, you know, 
the way I was processing that artist alley was very much not even looking at the people in the stalls, looking at looking down at the tables. Yeah. And looking down and seeing like that's really cool, that's really cool, that's really cool. And I came across this one table which had like really, really sick, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure art and Metal Gear Solid art and all this stuff that appeals to me. I was like, wow, that's awesome. And I yeah. look up and who's standing behind the table? The Super High Patch Wolf. Turns out he's also an illustrator. <laughs> but see, like, that... you could just see the, <laughs> just my face just contort. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. You don't get to have that anywhere else. That's a uniquely con experience. You know, um, I mean, personally, I'm really looking forward to meeting Dan Fogler. Um, yeah, here... actually, that's a good opportunity to you. Sorry, you finished what you're saying, but I think we'll just run through the guests next once you're done saying this now. Now, what's annoying about this is they portray him uh, from that terrible movie series. Yeah, they don't pick his most famous role. And the only reason why I want to meet him. Because he was in Fanboys. Ah, what's that? Fanboys. Is, is I don't that... think he. The movie about the guys going to see Star Trek before no, going to see no. Star Wars. Yeah, sorry, f- sorry, cardinal sin. It is I, a cardinal sin. I, I, it I listen. Hey, in my defense, to pull my one card, <laughs> COVID break. Fair, <laughs> but what I will say, like it's, it's basically, it's one of the best movies ever. It, uh, well, I personally really, really enjoy it. It's um, based in 1999 before Episode One comes out. And it's about a group of friends who love Star Wars, like think me, but like unhinged. And, uh, I'll make that leap. <laughs> but they, no, they like, look- like Star-, Star Wars super fast. Like super fast. And-, and basically, they, uh, one of their friends is dying of cancer or leukemia. I can't remember what one it is. And they want to go to the break into Lucas Ranch to see Star to see episode one before he dies. And uh, basically, Dan Fogler plays like. His role's hilarious. They end up going to Iowa to make fun of a bunch of Star of Trekkies. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's cool. It's no, so and, it, and it's got, I was probably like, I won't spoil it. Go watch the movie. It's, it's absolutely so stellar. It's and so it good. has just one of the funniest, like, cold line closers in a movie I've seen in so long. Yeah, yeah. The end of it is like, I'm it's not going to there's, there's one line that just yeah. drops it, credits it, and I am on the floor every single time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like the whole, like, it's, it's filled with Star Wars jokes. And then there's like stuff that's in real life and also not. But I mean, when I saw him there, I was like, oh man, well, I have to totally like meet him and get him to sign fanboys because, but then I saw the, they promote everything else he's in except for that movie. And I'm like, that was the whole, this is the best thing he was in. Not that garbage wizard g- garbage that like I was gonna swear, but I can't swear. Um, I hate that wizard stuff. I really no, do. no, the the no, the turf propaganda. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. In a, exactly. Well, in I'm a like, weird way, he gets to be the best thing in it, though. He, that, this is true. He is the best thing in him, it. But I his mean, chemistry with Eddie Redmayne is delightful. But fanboys is such a good. Actually, Keen, I don't know if you'd appreciate it or not, Stevie might, but you'd probably be hurt because they, they go in at the Trekkers really badly. Or Trekkies, because apparently... No, what's I can take a joke. Trekkers is, is the one, Unless they right? make fun of, like, a family picture of me from 1997 <laughs> or something. Generally, I can roll with the punches. No, like, I mean, when they show up and start making fun of people beside the, the, the Captain Kirk statue... Or no, not Captain Kirk. Which one is the? Yeah, it is Kirk. I think it's Kirk. Yeah, no, yeah like, Captain like, Kirk. Yeah, I think that, like, as far as I remember, the Trekkies in it are very hardcore. Yeah, they're very Trekkies. hardcore. Yeah. So I mean, that's the joke. Like, there's hardcore Star Wars and hardcore Trekkies. It's so funny. 
Um, but no, I would recommend it, and uh, I want to get to sign a, my copy of the DVD. So I mean, that's one of the, that's a highlight for me. And if uh, you interview him, that'd be even cooler. That would be sick. Yeah. I my the 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 one that jumps immediately out to me is the fact that Charles Martinet is going to be there. Yes, my and, daughter. This is the voice of Mario and Luigi. And all that. My daughter's very excited to uh, meet him. Like that's he's daughter. just a legacy. Like it's it's yeah it's yeah it's the voice of Mario, but like. That this guy's been doing it for thirty ish years, me. like it, it's Mario. it's a, it's a me, a Mario. <laughs> oh, um, I bet because it's, it's it's worth pointing out. I'm not sure if we pointed it out in the show before. The actual panel events they do are free. Yes, most places in the world they aren't really. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If you try to go to like Scotland Comic Con, London Comic Con, it's you pay into the panels. You know, no way. That's so yeah, yeah. So it's a very it's worth appreciating. Uh, for this because it may not last forever especially if like the numbers go up for actually can I say one thing real quick so because because it's a comic con Scott Snyder's there right Scott Snyder is one of the nicest guys in the world oh, yeah. he's, he's one of the best Batman writers in the world and I've met him like six times Um, I have like personalized comics and everything from him go see him go meet him he has written the best Batman books ever I don't care at me if you want but it's I'm true. I'm glad you point that out, actually, because it's always something that kind of breaks my heart a bit. It's it's a comic con, yeah, and you will always see comic book artists just sitting writers, there, just I mean, sitting there while everyone queues up to meet, like I don't know, an actor from Scrubs or something. You know, well, I wouldn't mind. He it, actually, it doesn't seem just, you know. No, I mean, it's like uh, when Dice, when Dice was the thing, when Big Bang used to run Dice, which was great. Mm. That was a real comic con. That was just about comics. There was nothing else, just yeah. comics. So I got to meet Scott a bunch of times. I actually was in San Francisco. I was in a comic book shop uh, there. Um, and I was just flicking through one of the trade paperbacks. And like all of them are signed as well. So I was like, oh, and they're like, yeah, Scott always comes in. I'm like, oh, what a legend. So he is super nice. And if you're listening to this show and you're in Ireland, go meet Scott Snyder. Uh, tell him we sent we we sent them over. Buy his books. I mean, Court of Elves, Hero. Oh, uh, that's him. Well, even I've heard him. of that. And I'm not yeah, actually, no. You know, now that I see, I like that that whole like stretch of Batman comics. I think I read like I don't all read of, comics, but I read, read those all like them. ten yeah. trades with that and Bloom, all stellar. Like, but I mean, his partnership with Jock, right? The artist that is like modern Batman. That's like the the Joker when he takes his face off and all uh, I mean, chilling, iconic stuff. And he wrote that. And I mean. If, like, even if you're not a comic book fan, I guarantee you they're going to be movies soon. So mm. go meet them. Get your stuff signed. Oh, I know they're they're, they're plugging Court of Elves into that Gotham Knights game. They that's absolutely the are. Yeah, that's the big one. But yeah. like, yeah, no, they'll they'll show up if the if if our, if Robert Pattinson's don't get to it, somebody will. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, um, I just I had to say, look, because we don't mention comic book creators enough. It's a mm. Comic Con. <laughs> Go meet Scott. He's a genuinely a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, can I actually just sorry? I'm after spotting something. Derek, can I poke your brain on Star Wars lore? Always. Charles Martinet apparently is in Star Wars Jedi Knight. <laughs> really? That's I like I haven't I haven't dug into it, but that's what he's that's one of the links listed on like his profile on Comic-Con. Oh, I can see it there. Yeah, hold on a second. Because I do know, like, he lists Skyrim because I do know he's the voice of. It's a me, Dark Revan. Parnaxis. He's the voice. It's me, Dark Revan. Oh my God. All right, here's what's happening, right? When you meet him, you get him to say that. 
and we put it as our like opener <laughs> in the show. Um, you know what? I'm going to be turning up with two sets of families. Mine oh, dressed as Sonic, Tails and Eggman. My cousin's dressed as Mario and Luigi. I think the man's brain is going to be overloaded. But if I have time, I'll ask. Oh my God, we have to get that recorded in some way. Just That's ask amazing. him to at a panel. That's why I'm saying go to the panel because it's you true. could just ask him things. And if he's a voice artist, I'd say he'll probably say it within reason, you know? So here's the thing, right? He is in it, but he's not main characters. Apparently he's a Bespin cop, a civilian male, an Imperial <laughs> officer, a rebel shock trooper tree. Damn, those Bespins, they died for all that info. Uh, and they saved it great yeah. doing it. <laughs> you, you're you're thinking of, uh, not Bespins, you're thinking of oh. Bottons. Bottons. God, no, I am. are the ones who live in the cloud city. Yeah. I am off my game today, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, you've you already what, used that card once, man. To save, to save uh, Kev's face, I'm going to run through some of the other guests <laughs> who are going to be there. I'm very excited to see Felicia Day because she's basically nerd royalty at this point. I'm going to ask her to sign my book. Uh, we've also got uh, Peter Weller, who... Uh, certain members of my family you know robocop uh, all that kind of stuff we've been trying to meet him since because he was a guest at the 2021 that got cancelled man uh, so we've been trying to get him back for ages they just announced that this week you want to talk about like hilarious films that no one ever talks about buckaroo bonsai like you know the the movie with him and jeff goldblum where him and a bunch of space rastafarians save the universe dressed like cowboys like classic stuff why not? Why not? I would recommend it. You'll probably find it on YouTube. But the other guests there, we've got, uh, I hope I pronounce this right, Michael Bella Murphy, who's from, you know, Red Dead 2, all that kind of stuff. Dominique, oh my God, all these names. I'm not, I can't throw stones. Queen Maeve Dominique, from the boys. The Queen Maeve, yes. So from the boys. Uh, also excited to meet her. We've got some actors like George St. Pierre, who is Batrock from the MCU. He's also, uh, uh, he's also the UFC Hall of Famer. Ah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Craig Parker, who I would love to meet because he's a Haldir from Lord of the Rings, his Ages of Shield, all that kind of stuff. Uh, loads of really good comic create. Oh, sorry, this one. Uh, Nick Tarabay, who I know. Oh, really he's in the expanse, expanse. Actually, he's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got like artists like Brian Azzarello. We've got Sean Isaacs, like a. Uh, Stephen Mooney, Barry Devlin. I know these names will mean things to Darren. So, so yeah, yeah, I'm just like, I love the way you just go over Brian Azzarello as if you don't know who he is. He is one of the biggest artists. I can tell. Batman artists in the world. I haven't read a comic since like the Civil War. And, I, <laughs> and I'm not talking the American Civil War. Like, damn, damn. I, like, yeah, 1916, ours is pretty rough. The comics then were great, though. <laughs> well, the Civil War was 1922. God, John. Need to go to Kev, bed. come on. <laughs> hey. But what I'm saying is, anyway, there's a great, great lineup. It and, is. Like, you know, phenomenal. And, uh, phenomenal. Like, don't get me wrong. The March was great. Uh, meeting Kevin McNally was a joy. Like, you know, on the last one. And there were so many wonderful people. There. I really Still enjoyed this, it. So but I, with this lineup, it feels like kind of it's back uh, everything's now kind of back to normal and in fact slightly bigger you know so i just want to say one thing i really enjoyed that panel i really enjoyed keen's questions i actually have that recorded so i'm going to put that panel up oh that's a good a, idea as a bonus mm. on our on our uh on our soundcloud on our spotify mm. so if guys if you aren't subscribed 
I've redone, we have a, our website's redone and it's kind of a link tree now. So if you go to nerdtoknowmedia.com, right, it's going to pop up a link tree. Everything is there. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, SoundCloud, everything. It's all there. Like all of it. You can contact us. And if you do subscribe, again, it's free. We're not charging you anything. I mean, we like money, but we're not charging you anything. Hmm you are going to get all these shows. So I'm going to put that up. And I mean, like I had a great time. I didn't really know who this guy was. And then through the panel, through what Olivia was doing on the show, on the, on the stage with him. And then your questions, I was like, Oh man, this lad, he's in loads of things. But you've highlighted something very important there, which is lovely to just go to panels and discover people like, you know, I've been to, to see actors from like charmed and angel and I've never seen them, but like, they've such interesting lives and like, you know, be it because they're great speakers or the moderators are great. You yeah. kind of go on a journey with them, you know? Absolutely. I mean, but that's part of the fun of this and you don't get that anywhere else. I yeah. mean, look, it also has like, there's the, the cosplayers who are always great. I mean, one of the funnest things ever is when you show up in the morning and then you're walking past the centre or the spar and like Sailor Moon walks by, followed by like your man Light from Death Note. Followed by it's, it happens very gradually. Yes, it's hilarious. Walking from O'Connell so Street funny. and there's nothing. And like you say at the shop, you'll see like one stormtrooper. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you'll see, like you say, four sailor moods or like oh, see, seeing the, the jaded, seeing the jaded parade of fake go cosplayers <laughs> having a cigarette on the keys. Yeah, it's just Loads just like liminal moments. Kids. That's a big one. <laughs> But another thing as well, I mean, there's the sets that are always great. Fair play to the work that's mm. put in there. A bunch of props. Uh, Traders Hall, there's a bunch of gaming, like tabletop stuff. There's Gundams, which is always fun. Apparently, there's going to be an escape room, virtual reality. Ooh, I'd love that. But also as well, one thing they've started to do, they started to get like indie game developers as well. So if, okay. you're, into, if you're into video games, there's lads who make games. So, I mean, it's a good way to just kind of meet people. And we're going to be there as well. Um, we're gonna, yeah, it's worth actually for all our excitement of big celebrities. There are lots of like smaller panels from individual artists at Geek Ireland, from like aspiring other podcasters and artists and all that kind of stuff. So it rewards exploring, and that applies to the uh, I can't think of the correct word, but the sellers on the first floor, get all the trader hall, trader hall, trader hall, and like you can get original commissioned fan arts done on the second. I'm also a big advocate for the costume competition. You can go see it or join in. There's no gatekeeping in regards to the cosplay stuff. I've never bumped into anyone who said, like, your costume's rubbish. Whatever. I brought my entire family up on the last uh, cosplay competition. We didn't win, but, like, the reception we got for our Bad Batch group, like, you know, was lovely. They treated our three-year-old really well. Like, you know, this is a... It's a very for a big event. It's I would describe it as being very wholesome. If you know what it I is. mean. No, like it is, and I mean, there genuinely is something there for everybody, right? And I mean, you know, we've been lucky enough that they've always they've always supported us. We've always mm-hmm. had a great relationship with them. Um, but I mean, it's always a good time. You know, yeah. it, it's always a good time, and it's it's great. Like again, last time we didn't get to be there because, you know, they put they pulled it together in like three weeks. You know. So we were like, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's happening. All right, Grant. Sure. We went and had a good time. This time it feels more like the real Comic-Con now is back. But again, if you, if you think back, there was only one. And the spring one was the anime one. And then they made it by, by yearly. That's you know? true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean summer's like, always gonna, a big one. 
I kind of like that about it though, because the spring one is for the ones who do this as a lifestyle, yeah, and the summer one is for families. And I yeah. do like that Comic Con. I've heard people complain about it, but I do like that the Dublin Comic Con is now being geared more towards young families and less about very specific sub genres of nerdy type things, like the quiet rooms are yeah. great for that thing. I love Absolutely. that I'm able to bring my niece and nephew, who are like, you know, one of them's five, right. and trust that he'll have a good time, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. the thing about it is, is like, there are smaller cons, and we will go to them again. If you guys are listening and you want to book us for a con, you, if you go to nerdthenomedia.com, we, we would love to do it for panels, right? Absolutely, that's no problem. We will go to them as well when we're made aware. There's so many cons, so it's kind of hard to keep track as well, so... We're going to try to go out and do more. Actually, funny story. We've, I've actually upgraded all of our tech, so we'll have like enough to actually be able to Woo! do stuff when we're there. But, um, I mean, compared to J-Con or compared to uh, Kazuka Con or any of the smaller ones, this one is like the most accessible because it is there's something for everybody. I mean, personally, I love the small anime ones because it's a totally different experience. But I wouldn't take someone who's never been to one of these before into an anime convention. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah the actually, anime yeah. community is a bit of a swampy mire. Of- <laughs> yeah. I look, it, it, it's just, it's, it's a lot, you know, it's so full on compared to this where, I mean, like if you're genuinely not into comics or nerd stuff, you've probably seen some of the movies. You, you might just like the American food, you know, it might just be something similar as that. Right. But for me, and I always think it's really funny. Like you'll always find me over at the comics because it's the quietest place. Nobody's ever at the comics. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I spend most of the time is looking for comics. So I mean, look, if you're in the if you're in the area or if you're not even, come up. It's going to be a great time. Again, you will you you will see Kane because Kane and his family always have the best cosplays. You'll see me and Bryn going. Oh, we didn't we didn't bother cosplaying. Sorry, man. And he's like, <laughs> Yeah, the preview is uh, I'm going to be the Jim Carrey Dr. Eggman and uh, my daughter, my three-year-old, will be Sonic the Hedgehog and uh, my fiancé, who will be my wife by that point, will be Tails and we will probably be making absolute fools of ourselves running around the place. My in-laws could also possibly be there as Mario and Luigi. You'll see us coming, basically. You will. And what we we will announce when our panel is today. We don't know yet. All we know is it's been confirmed. So we'll, we'll let you guys know when our panel is. Follow the social media. It's the best way to do it. We'll plug it again next week. We're trying to get someone off from DCC maybe next week. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. And yeah, and I mean... I mean, that's, that's the plan. The plan. Yes, we've been organizing this for months. Yes. But I mean, I have. Yes, no, we, I yeah. have. <laughs> I have. I just, you know, forget sometimes and then remember and panic. Yeah. <laughs> like the way I write panels. Tell me you're in a Starbucks <laughs> and you have to get to double the Cargon. Oh uh, mm. no! The worst part was when I was in the Starbucks on O'Connell Street and I had to get to Pro Park. That was a challenge. Ah, oh yeah. yes, that was a nightmare. That was a nightmare. And you're like, "Where are you there?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> well, that is the nice thing. Now, I mean, the queues for Dublin Comic Con are a bit annoying. I know one year I was talking to one of the thankless volunteers who worked there, who said that they expected five thousand over the weekend and yes. five thousand all turned up in the morning. Yeah. But oh, by and large, it's it's not like one thing to mention as well, Keen. Yeah, there's What's no that? ticket. There's no tickets at the door. Yes, they're not selling tickets at the door. Yeah, yeah. But so, like, I but I personally like the long walk because you're in a buddy walk with Thor 
and like Power Rangers and all that kind of stuff. And you're seeing the kind of people who turn up and it kind of builds up the anticipation, you know? Yeah. I mean, look, the thing about it is, well, like if you're thinking about going, just go, but buy your tickets in advance because they won't have them on the day. So don't be disappointed. I mean, that's kind of the way it is. But by buying your tickets in advance, you're also supporting this and making sure it happens. Yeah. Look, I, I know I, I know the, a lot of the organizers as well who actually run it. And I mean, to rent a convention center is not cheap. No, 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 no. It's not cheap. So, I mean, you know, the more we support this, the more it keeps happening. You know, it's it is what it is. But it's a great day. It's going to be a good crack. Two days, actually. Great weekend. I usually go yeah. Saturday. But I mean, Sunday's always good as well. Well, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's because I haven't gone to these a few times now. In a weird way, the Sunday is a lot of the bigger guests first and then the comp- cosplay competition in the afternoon. Yeah. So in a weird way, if you want to sort of do all those things, like meet the comic creators, shop a bit, do all that kind of stuff, you you kind of have to go on the Saturday or miss the stuff on the Sunday. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of geared towards a weekend visit. Yeah, like it genuinely depends what you want to do. And mm. my advice would be if you're if you're going just for the shopping, it doesn't really matter. I would say go Sunday when it's quieter. Um, but if you're looking for the guests, a lot are going to be on Saturday. I mean, again, I don't know what they are panels on. Um, so that kind of dictates when we're going. Knowing our look, probably Sunday opposite the cosplay competition, at which point uh, I'm going to be running back and forth a fair bit. Maybe. Um, I mean, look, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's, Kian, uh, you're Eggman. You're the one that doesn't run. That's no, true. <laughs> that's true. You just need to build them. Got to go machine. moderately fast. Build a little pod. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. I mean, look, it's 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 good crack. We'll see what the story is. We'll be there. Um. So, yeah, come hang out. Like exactly. genuinely, come hang out. It's gonna be good crack. Yes, for my money, I you can always find me buying random Marvel Lego figures. I do not need nor have room to get to put them anywhere. But they're there, and I don't have to buy a 30-quid set to get one of Thor's friends. So you'll find me there. Fair, fair. Um, another thing as well, real quick, actually, uh, speaking of Power Rangers, so I got something cool during the week. Um, I So the Power Ranger Megazords. No, did you guys watch Power Rangers as kids? Oh, God, yeah. I actually, wasn't I... allowed to because my parents said it was too violent. Well, they're not wrong. Yeah, sure, it was incredibly violent. Incredibly violent. Um... I, I actually, I got a real hankering to watch the Power Rangers movie there a couple of weeks ago and started before falling asleep. Oh, no. I, ca- I caught some I caught some pretty, some 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 good looking avenues before I dozed off, but... You know you know what's really good, actually? The Sega Mega Drive, the Sega Genesis or uh, Super Nintendo, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie featuring Ivan Ooze. That game is banging. Just that act like... Ivan Ooze? Great game. Ivan Ooze was Ivan the bad Ooze. guy in the movie. Yeah. Is that his name? That's yeah. His name. Yeah. Oh, the names, the names in Power Rangers are perfect. Like yeah. the primary antagonist is called Rita Repulsa, and she puts it up to 11 camp. It's and, excellent. And then there's Lord Zed, who also <laughs> puts it up to 11. Um, I mean, so yeah, like they re-released, like as a kid, I had all the all the Megazords, right? Up to a point. And then a couple of years ago, I bought the Thunder, Thunder, Thunder Megazord and the White Ranger. The White Tiger Sword uh, on adverts, right? I got the two of them for like 100 quid. I was like, grand. And then they re released like all of them up to like Lost Galaxy. And I was like, oh. and the cool thing about it is the actual case looks like a VHS tape. So when you take it out, it's a VHS tape and then you, you turn it into the Megazord. 
Oh, that's sick. Yeah, so I bought five of them. <laughs> um, all the different ones. And they are the coolest thing ever. So I had to actually buy them all across three different places. So Zavi, which apparently is a place still. I didn't know that. That's um, Virgin Megastore. Or HMV. So I got one there. I got three in Big Bang, two in Big Bang Comics and one in, in Dublin City Comics. So over the course of three different places, I actually got the whole set. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. No, like they, they, they say like, cause I, I, lo- I love me a good figurine. I've got a handful of like anime ones. Uh, but yeah, they're like, especially those sorts of like posable kind of like transformable ones. Yeah. Always six of them. And like some of the high quality transformers figures are gold. Well, the main, are- the main difference here is obviously they're a lot smaller than the actual mm. ones. Cause I mean, the, actually the one I found the hardest to get was the Dino Megazord. And I had to get that in Dublin city comics. Because that one sells out. That's the first one, right? But they're not Excuse like... Me, Dino Mechazord. Megazord. Megazord. up. Keep up. Come on. So, I mean... That's a lot of big words that don't necessarily go together. No, they don't. What? You don't think something should end in a Zord? There's all no, look, I'm not gatekeeping. I just literally <laughs> don't understand it. So, Keen, basically what happens is, right, when the Power Rangers get beaten, or they're just about to lose... Right. Uh, who Rita or Lord Zed would throw the stick down and make their villain big, right? right? So in order to fight the big villain, they have these things called Zords. And each and five of them have these individual swords that come together to form a mega zord. Right. And that's right. why you have to get all the toys to make and that, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. basically back in the day, they would be individual toys sold as a set. So you'd get the five toys and then put them together to make the Zord, right? Right. These ones are a lot smaller. They're like a third of the size they're like they're, they're really small but they're cool you know and i'm just like oh these are great and i just like i have them on my desk here and i can't move them because nowhere to put them i'm like i don't regret buying them at all but i have nowhere to put them now well that's the comic-con experience you buy 15 really cool things come home realize you've nowhere to put them i was actually going shelves, to wait i was actually going to wait to put until them Com- up. i was actually going to wait until comic-con to get them okay i'm kind of glad i didn't because as i said i had to go to three different places to get the whole set so, I mean, I made my choice. <laughs> <laughs> and a good choice it was. <laughs> I, I, Kev, I believe so. Because, I mean, you know, the, the look of joy in a child's eye is nothing compared to how happy I am. The, look of, the look of joy in Dara's eyes. The look of joy takes, in a child's eye as he sword. skips the queue to buy a Power Rangers instead of the child. Exactly, and be like, sorry, child, this is mine now. This is mine now. I am an adult, and I have earned the money to buy this sword. (laughs) You are a child, and therefore stupid. It's like, remember this child, so you can grow up and do the same thing. And also be incredibly bitter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No, but seriously, like, if if we should actually, like, cover the Power Rangers property. I I know Linkara did a full role, like... I I would love that, just because I, again, I wasn't allowed to watch it growing up, so I'd love to experience it for the first time as a 31 and a bit year old. Let me tell you, if you want to watch the the original, like, 1980, 90s Power Rangers movie, it is on YouTube in sweet, no, sweet, no, crusty no, no. 240 I, what I, what I want is for you to explain it to me from the beginning and go through the whole thing. <laughs> no, I mean, look. And the take movie, me on a journey. The, the movie doesn't mean anything unless you watch the first series, at least. Yeah, that doesn't surprise you. Like the the first, I mean, that attachment is, isn't there. But I mean, yeah. the first, like, it's... Okay, Keen, I'm going to sell it to... I'm, we, I know we're running out of time, but I'm going to quickly... Oh, no, we got, we got eight minutes. You we got, got plenty. Minutes? 
Okay. You know, eight minutes. Right. Reviewing four, but sure, go on. Keen, here we go. Right. No, we so, did that last week. This week's Power Rangers. Exactly. Right. So, Keen, it's stock footage yep. from a show in the eighties that's recut up with American actors, basically say by the bell. Stock, stock Japanese footage from, Sorry, from yeah, that, yeah. That, actually, that actually is incredibly important Yeah right. I'll tell you why So stock Japanese footage Of a show that was running For like 10 years at that point Right Of lads in suits Punching each other Doing sick Like truly good Like martial Choreographed arts. martial arts In like right. Brightly oh, colored oh, jumpsuits I, I know how it was made I watched the, how the toys That made us thing On Netflix bed. I'm talking The in-universe So lore. the in so the, Okay The in-universe lore Basically is this supernatural being finds some teenagers to fight a space witch. Ancient I mean, space witch. Ancient, ancient ancient go, it's not bad. Like, like <laughs> sincerely, like dawn of time alien space witch who just starts the series by crawling out of a pod in a hole. Dumpster. D- dumpster. Dumpster. <laughs> it was a dumpster. That's God, it's a good show. <laughs> it's, I wouldn't mind. It is such a good show. And like, I know it's all on, I think it's all on Netflix. But um, I have I have the whole series, and it's just it's just a good watch. And I mean, I, there's no, and it has this big arc with the Green Ranger, where like it's a five episode arc. And I remember when that came out, it was like the most earth shattering oh, thing for the five Green Ranger. Was at Comic Con uh, a few years ago? Yeah, it was. I actually came back from San Francisco on less than an hour sleep, went and met him, got everything signed, and then tried to go oh, see Captain Marvel. Yeah, what was he like? So nice. Huh? So nice. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Yes, I did hear a story where like um they they did the photo shoot thing and like the green power rangers like images got corrupted. And oh, your man, man came back and did them all again, like for free. And like, which is obviously Dublin Comic Con has to do it, but yeah. he didn't have to do it twice, no. you know. So it's lovely when you hear stories like Well, that. he's a legit martial artist. That's the thing. Yeah. He's not like and that's the thing about the the Power Ranger people the actual American actors playing the Power Rangers, they were either super athletes or martial artists. So okay. everything they do is legit. And you're like, whoa. Well, and wait, I mean, why do they have to be if it's intercut with like Japanese? Because players? they still have to do it. Like, I mean, they're, they're basically why, they're in costumes. Like not all the time. Like, not all the time. And sometimes when they're hanging out in like teens, you just want your, but sometimes when they're hanging out in teens, you want your teens just to look completely jacked while they're hanging out in the mall. Sure. But that doesn't they mean they have to the mall. They hang out with the juice it, bar. You know? Was the juice, juice bar? bar? Was the juice bar not in the mall? Everything was in the mall in the eighties. Come on! They never went to the mall. They just went to the juice bar. That was all they went to. They didn't even go to okay, school. Okay, so much. they beat a witch and they get juice at the mall. That's the show, is it? While being heckled by two completely ineffective bullies. Yeah, they're like okay, bullies. So, a Power Ranger. So, uh, this is it. Oh, this is it. so they have bullies who, in themselves, would be bullied in oh, real life. Completely, completely like. Bullied. I- so Bulk and Skull, Keen, you need to see the show. It's a wonder. Actually, those buddies are the longest serving part of the show. They're really? in it for 30 years, yeah. They become cops and everything. Like it's they're hilarious. still bullying? Well, no, they're well, I mean they're cops now, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. I mean like talk about discovering your niche early in life. There you go. Look, as I said, and then uh, the Green Ranger eventually becomes gets a PhD and becomes a scientist, and then All a right. Power Ranger scientist. Okay, did I dream this up, or is the dad from Malcolm in the Middle in it? He was right. He did the voices of which uh, several vi- several villains. Okay, 
Brian I never Cranston knew that him. actually. Yeah. I never knew Brian Cranston was above Bear Rangers. He was. He this was, was in the early era when he was like just the dentist in Seinfeld. He, he, stuff, I think know? he. I think he was at least four villains. Wow. Hey, listen. With mad respect, man's got to earn a paycheck. But also, oh just shows his range. Like a chart from like whatever villain he played in Power Rangers to is it Walter White? Yeah. Like what a journey. <laughs> I just everything intersecting through how I, mean, I just can't believe you haven't even seen any of this show. I wasn't allowed. I but I mean, in the subsequent twenty five years, that itch was never scratched. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me if a, if, it, uh, if a parent blocker popped up now if I tried to watch it. <laughs> it's just you were told it's too violent, Keen. No, but mom, I'm thirty. I have my own children, mom. <laughs> and I want them to watch oh, yeah, it. I watch it, not you. <laughs> <laughs> them's, the, them's the breaks, kid. <laughs> I wonder if this has anything to do with the fact that I'm marrying an actual martial artist. Is there some sort of subconscious, like. <laughs> I mean, you could watch it with, with her and then be like, mom, it's fine. I have, you know, supervision. <laughs> And yeah. then, like the next day, I'd come over. I jumped off the couch in excitement. Like, right. uh, we'd like to announce that Kian will not be making it still to Comic Con due to a leg injury uh, after him thinking he was the Yellow Ranger. Yes, he spotted a witch coming out of a well and ran at it with a jump Dumpster. kick. I know what to, I know what to do now. I've been trained. <laughs> yeah, Power Rangers need to start like a. Uh, Adding jackass like warnings at the start of every one of them. It used to. I, you know, when that came out, it was just like uh, they would have warnings saying this is all done by professionals, etc., etc. So, I mean, again, I don't really remember. I remember it, but I also don't remember it. But I mean, as an adult, going back and watching that show, it, it up until like the third season, it gets kind of a bit weird. It's a good time, and I would say if you haven't seen the Power Rangers, do. Because we're totally going to watch a couple episodes of Power Rangers on this show. <laughs> Has to. Have it, to. I, I did fact check. It, they, they are all on Netflix. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So they are on now. There's no excuse, Kane. There's no excuse. Unless there's a parental, a parental blocker. <laughs> I bet there will be. <laughs> How are we doing for time, Kev? About two minutes. Cool. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm again, I'm going to plug real quick the, the website. Spend a fair amount of time getting it sorted, guys. So if this is your first time listening, one, I'm sorry. And two, uh, go over and check out the website, nerdtonomedia.com. It, it's all there, all our social media. You can contact us. You can tweet us. Everything is there. It links to our actual website as well. Uh, Spotify. All the shows are free. Um, basically, it's all there. There's no excuse not to. The only thing that's stopping you from doing it is typing nerdtonomedia.com into your browser. So please do it. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And buy a ticket for Comic Con. Yeah, and I'll write. And by the way, if there are any like aspiring like podcasters or like artists out there who would just like to do a bit of promotion before DCC, like we uh, have an open door policy. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, like reach out to us because certainly while I was running the game corner, we had people from the states, we had people from Europe. We had artists and students and all that kind of. You stuff. got my flatmate uh, Dave. You got Dave. <laughs> A demographic of his own. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we if you want if you enjoy the show and want to kind of phone in and like kind of do a little segment on it, be it as an artist wanting to express yourself or maybe like just kind of because you want to try your hand at podcasting, give us a shout. We are not some sort of monolithic thing where we're <laughs> we don't let other people in. We love meeting new people. 
We do. Please do not try this at home. We are not professionals. <laughs> and our studs should not be replicated. But no, like legitimately, if there is a case, you can just email us, shoot us a message on, in- on Instagram or Facebook. One of us will respond eventually. We'd love to have you on. That goes to anybody internationally or locally on Phoenix FM. Uh, open door. Excellent. So I think on that very positive note, be our friend. This has been <laughs> Keanu Calicon, Dara O'Connor, and Kev, and the Power Rangers. And we will see you next week. Bye bye. Here to know Zor 4. <laughs> All right, so you're listening to the podcast. You're like, hey, I'm not in Ireland. How do I get in touch? Well, TuneIn has you covered. That's how you can check us out live when we're on the radio. Um, you go to TuneIn and download the app, or you can check out the live streams on nairthnomedia.com or phoenix92.5 FM. If you want to get in contact with us, it's very easy. Media everywhere. Media on Twitter. Media Instagram. Media on Twitch. Media at gmail.com if you want to reach out via email. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, Dara, what are you doing over there in Ireland? Like, with the freaking leprechauns and everything. That's not cool. You should be over there with the God players. At least then you could, like, I don't know, pretend like you got, I don't know, some kind of thing going on. Yeah, with that. Uh, you give me a Brooklyn wave. Yeah, with that. Dick, Dara. Dara? Yeah, Dara. Why ain't you over here with Joey? Anyway, we miss you, dude. So, uh, it's a little creepo thing. I love it. All I do is just believe in the... Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 